Father God, I thank you so much for tonight, Lord. I ask that you would open up our ears and our eyes and our hearts that we may see and hear and receive and understand your word tonight. I ask that you would speak powerfully through Corey, that you would get every word out of him that you need to speak. Lord, I just thank you. I thank you for everybody here. Lord, forgive Luna for laughing. And uh, Father, I ask you to help us to receive and to surrender what we need to receive and surrender tonight. Father, please lead us. Holy Spirit, lead us. And help us to receive, to contain, Lord, your word. May your word fall. May we not reject your word tonight, Lord. Help us to obey your word. Help us to not just listen to it and forget, but help us to live your word out. So I thank you, Lord. Please build us up tonight for your glory and for your kingdom, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 I right. eye contact with Nate. We are in the book of Luke, chapter 1. I was already there. Verse 26. Let's go. Okay. Luke. <coughs> chapter, you know. Chapter 1. Pinky 6. Oh, Pinky. Wait. We already talked about this. We already talked about what? Never mind. Oh, yeah. Theophilus. His bestie. Luke chapter 1. We're going to be in verse 26. Yes. I am. Who would like to start reading? Me. 26 to what? Just start reading in 26. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Okay. <clears throat> so, we just talked about Elizabeth being pregnant in an in a older age. <clears throat> well, well advanced. Well, well advanced. advanced. Yes. Oh, couldn't have been over 30. <laughs> but, you know, fast forward, Elizabeth is now six months pregnant. So this is six months right after what we talked about last week. And Gabriel, the angel, visits Mary. Okay. <clears throat> so in Luke's account, he, this is how you know he's a doctor. In her sixth month, very specific. So she has already had her first and second trimester. Mester, she's, she's moving into her third trimester. So, uh, if you know anything about pregnancies, the third trimester is what starts the age of viability, right? Yes. Is that correct? Correct. The age of what? Viability. viability. So, in the third the trimester is when a baby can survive outside the womb. Okay. So, it's pretty significant that at this point, so the development of John the Baptist in the womb is is enough to where he could survive if he was born at six months. Lord willing. So imagine now that this is happening. Mary's about to visit Elizabeth. And so John the Baptist is this little baby with, with arms and legs and he's basically completely formed. He's just develop, continuing to develop. And then uh, we're going to see what happens when Mary visits. But before we go there, we're going we're gonna to keep talking. It's just interesting that Luke, being a physician, takes the time to point out exactly how far along that Elizabeth was, that she was at six months. Uh, and then uh, Nazareth. Does anybody know what the word Nazareth means? A house of, uh, not bread, right? No, that's Bethlehem. Uh, okay, then. Bethlehem means house of ham. Bethlehem means house of bread. And so, uh, but Nazareth was just a small town. And so, uh, nothing good can come from Nazareth. Like Roy City. Right. I was thinking like Gorland. Yeah, right. Dang. Uh, but it was, yeah, it was, sorry, <laughs> Nazareth was just a small village inside <clears throat> Galilee. So, uh, <clears throat> if you read in the NASB, it says, 
uh, in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city in Galilee called Nazareth. And so to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the descendants of David. And the virgin's name was <clears throat> Mary. So he also here points out <clears throat> the lineage of Jesus through Joseph to mm. David's rightful throne. Wait, so I think I missed it. Can you actually say what Nazareth means? No, I didn't. <laughs> I just asked to be on there. Oh. So does it mean something? I'm sure it does. He was like genuinely asking. He wasn't like teacher asking like, hey, what does Nazareth mean? He was like, no, do y'all know what Nazareth means? Hey guys, do you know what Nazareth means? I thought for sure one of you Bible scholars knew. Hey. Hey, Siri. Don't ask you. I'm a little disappointed that y'all aren't coming at level Larry one prepared. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Nazareth means a watchtower. There you go. Separated, huh. crowned, and sanctified. There's Very... our there's our pastor's child. Yay! Yay. Oh, Google certified. Uh, survived the curse. PK. PK. Are there any other PKs in the room? Uh, they should know answers as well. Hey, I'm <laughs> so. not answering nothing. <laughs> I reserve the right. <laughs> I tell you, the right. speak I plead the fifth. All right, who wants to keep reading? He doesn't talk. Okay. What, what, where are we reading? 28. Okay. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. Do I keep going? Yeah, we're going to go to 31. Okay. And the angel said to her, Don't be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb a bearer's son, and you shall call him Jesus. 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 Jesus Christ. <laughs> some manuscripts, some old manuscripts in verse 28 actually say, uh, Blessed are you among women. Uh, never fail. Mm. Uh, but that's not in all of the manuscripts, so... It's one of those things that Lovers. if you see it in scripture, it'll be in parentheses, usually. Everything is locked up and armed on this side. Everything down there is taken care of. The only thing locked is the sound door. Nate will take care of that before him. Bye, Larry. Bye, Larry. God bless you. We love you, Larry. Love you, Larry. Larry's the goat. He's the goatest. Is that a goat? Larry's the goatest of all time. <coughs> So, did you go all the way to 31? Yeah, I did. She ended with Jesus. Jesus! Alright, so, <clears throat> I got distracted, sorry. So, Jesus is a Greek word. They didn't actually have the letter J back then. So, Jesus is a Greek word. Uh, does anybody know what the Hebrew version of... Jesus is. Yeah. <laughs> Yeshua. Yeshua. Joshua. 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 <gasps> yeah. Wait, How is it? So, but again, they didn't have J, so it was Joshua. So, Joshua in the Old Testament also was Joshua, but it was a very common name. It wasn't like Jesus had a special name. Right. When the angel told Mary, you're going to bear the Son of God, and his name will be... Tim. Josh. <laughs> Joshua. <laughs> he was basically saying... Does anybody know what Joshua means out of curiosity? Or Jesus? Is it God, God is with us? God with us. Yeah, sent from God or God with us. Yeah. Emmanuel is God with us. Yes. Yes, so Emmanuel is also a different language. So. Oh, really? Yes. But the name Joshua means God with us or sent from God. Yeah. Uh, but Jesus is the Greek version, right? So since Greek was the native tongue there, the angel spoke to Mary in what she would understand, and that's the Greek. His name is Jesus. But again, Jesus was not a special name like 
in Mexico, if you go down there, there's there's tons of, of Jose. There's tons it's tons of Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. 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 I got a guy that works in the kitchen where I work. His name is Jesus, you know, and it's exactly. it's a very common name. Right. So even from the angel telling Mary the name, he started with humble beginnings. Mm. Right? He started from a very humble start. Even from being told who his name is, yeah. what town he was from. He, Joseph was a carpenter, like just just normal. There was nothing prestigious about any of this stuff. It was just a normal, basically simple guy. In other words, he simple was like situation. a regular, regular dude. Not regular, regular. Right. And scripture even says, you know, that there was nothing spectacular. unremarkable in every way. Right. There was nothing spectacular about him because it wasn't about his looks. It wasn't about his name or where he was born or anything like that. It was about the fact that he was the son of God. So everything started from humble beginnings, from simple, like, just normal stuff. They even say in scripture, does anything good come from Nazareth? Like, hmm. can anything good come from there? So, like, like Atlanta. Yeah. So <laughs> what? It was looked at. <laughs> That's racist. That, that has to be. It was, looked at, it was looked at as, you know, how could this guy with a common name from a small town, from a simple family, be the son of God? Right? Jesus is right, or God is writing Jesus' story in such a way that it becomes remarkable because of him being the Son of God, not because of anything else. And, and even humbled to such a, a low point as to be born in a, an animal building. Yeah. Spoilers. Hey, we're not Whoa. there. Well, actually, we're actually when we get to that part, when we get to that part, it's gonna be, it's gonna be. There's some good stuff involved. In that. Fire. So, anyway. Donkey. Spoiling. But we got to get there first. There's some eyes and there's some crazy stuff. In verse, dude, why didn't you tell me? In verse 33, Luke Luke points out that he was. No way. The throne of his ancestor David and the will eternally reign and identify him as the Messiah from what the angel told Mary. Mm. So uh, we're going to keep reading. Go. Who's, who's in 32? I got it. No, I got it. <clears throat> he will be great and he will be called Ben Elyon, mm. which. Uh, the, Which uh, means son of the most high God. Yes. That's hard. Yes, I was about to say that too. Uh, Adonai Elohim will give him the throne of David, his father. He shall reign over the house of Jacob for all eternity, and his kingdom will be without end. Uh, all right, we'll stop there because <clears throat> we've been talking up to this point about the address, right? And how unique the situation had to be for Jesus to be the Messiah, right? And then the angel tells Mary something that is virtually impossible because Mary was a teenager, not married, was a virgin. She was betrothed to Joseph, who was just a simple carpenter. And she's coming in saying, your son will sit on the throne of David forever. So think about when Mary was scared. Think about... The situation. She's alone in her room. An angel comes to her and says, the child that is going to be birthed inside of you is going to be the Messiah, the Savior of your entire people. I would um, freak out. <laughs> Just a little. Not, I'm not going to lie. She kind of thugged it out because I don't know if I would do it. <laughs> yeah, bro, she'd be like, like what? Is that, that a Gen Z Bible? It, <laughs> thugged it out. <laughs> Why don't you read the next verse, Nate? Yeah. She, she responded, bro. <laughs> and Mary asked the angel, what do you mean? <laughs> but how can this happen? I'm a virgin. And the angel replied, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born 
will be holy, and he will be called the Son of God. All right, in verse 35, the conception of Jesus took place through the direct action of the Holy Spirit. Overshadow here is the same word used for the cloud from which the voice spoke at the transfiguration. Whoa. Okay. Transfiguration. So, both uses refer to the cloud that manifested the glory of God. So we often see this cloud, right? So in the Old Testament in Exodus, the cloud descended on Mount Sinai. Mm -hmm. It shook the earth. Everybody looked back and said, Whoa. Moses, you go. We're good. <laughs> you know what? You know what? You go talk to God here. for us. Right? I was going to I was gonna go, but I have to walk my fish. <laughs> and so, so imagine. This is the same word. So imagine that cloud and Mary's experience that she had had to be just the presence of God and something different than what she was probably expecting because she was overshadowed. The Holy Spirit came on her like the cloud that descended on the mountain. But uh, I think a really awesome part of this as well is that with how she responded, it was less of like disbelief in the Lord and more of just desiring and understanding. Well, it wasn't disbelief at all, yeah. right? She says, how is this going to happen? Yeah. Right? <laughs> wasn't like... Uh, There's no way this can happen. Zachariah. He's Zachari like, Bro, you know how old my wife is, right? <laughs> That's crazy. That's wild. Mute. Come on. You know how old she is, right? I don't, there's no way. Well advanced in age. You ain't going to talk no more. And then Mary, Mary had a different attitude. She was just like, I'm your servant. Okay. How is this going to happen? Yeah. Like, it was more curiosity. It was more of like yeah. a. Like a desire, a desire for understanding. Yeah, definitely. I like that you pointed that out. So, uh, I think she heard about Zechariah and was like, "How is this gonna happen?" Because obviously, you know what you're talking about. I mean, I'm just curious. So and then he walks out. And, you know, I'm Dang it! Exactly. Keep reading. Where are we at? Thirty-six. Thirty-six. What's more, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age. People used to say she was barren, but she has conceived a son and is now in her sixth month. What is barren? For nothing is impossible with Unable to have children. Dry. Barren. That's like a desert. I mean, yeah. I mean, it means, said, I, don't know. I mean, she was like in her 90s, so she's dried up. That's <laughs> 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 a better way to say that. <laughs> Baron, that was the last one. That was Corey. Corey had a definition. Boy, it's been years, bro. It's different. Mate, a desert is not barren because it's dry. It's barren because nothing will grow there. It's a band. No, it's barren because it's musty. Keep reading. Dusty. All right. So, this is kind of interesting. What's more... Okay, so the angel says, oh, by the way, if you don't believe me, your aunt or your cousin, Elizabeth, who is old, is pregnant in her six months. Yeah, he didn't say well advanced in years that time. He said, yeah, auntie old. She's still pregnant. In both translations that I have, there's an exclamation point. Yeah. So, <laughs> old. She's old. So the angel is like, and that extra. And Elizabeth is six months pregnant. So God can do anything. Let's go. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yep. So people That's used to say she was barren, but she has conceived a son and is now in her sixth month <laughs> for nothing. Is impossible with God. Yes, Who's the oldest lady, lady to have ever gotten pregnant? I don't, I don't know. Sarah, because some Sarah of the, was 100. Sarah, maybe. I'm going to say Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> some of those people in the Old Testament, like, 
Like Moses lived to be like nine hundred. I don't know how old his wives were. Well, I don't think he probably like thirty nine hundred. Who's lived to be nine hundred? No, like Noah was like seven hundred years. Didn't Noah have like what? They had like multiple wives back then, though. Yeah, I know, but like some of their wives were like the daughters. All right, it just gave Verse thirty nine. After the flood, there wasn't a lot going on. There's only eight people in the world. It was like yeah, there was like eight people total. Nobody was. They had to do what they had to do. Verse 38. Mary responded. Who's reading next? Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. And then the angel left her. Aligning her will with the Lord's will. So alignment, we talk about that a lot. And she basically just said, hey, whatever the Lord's will, let it be so. So. Mary... Mary's acquaintance. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Mary's acquiescence <laughs> would risk. <laughs> Sorry, it's very, it's very. Uh... <laughs> Sorry, it was like bowling. I'm so sorry. It's very small, it right? Dr. Pepper everywhere. Mary's acquiescence would risk the loss of her reputation. She so didn't care. Understand that she. Uh, I'm the Lord's servant. May everything you say about me come true. Understand that her being pregnant outside of being married, she would be taking on shame. Mm. It's not like today, where you'd be like, everybody's pregnant outside of marriage. Back then, it was like, mm. your family disowned you, mm. yeah. people talked about you, like you wouldn't be like received by the other women. Like, pregnant. <laughs> like it was, it was, it was, it was a shame. It was it was basically you were you were thought to be like a prostitute. Yeah, like not like like a dirty not a prostitute but unclean. Uh, Yeah, and you were you were in sin. That's what it says in thirty five when it says the Holy Spirit will come upon you and power you, overshadow you, just hype you up. You don't have to stress it. I got the Son of God in me, bro. Like he ain't gonna talk to me. Yeah, but but still, here's here's the thing. She. She was still taking on. She was still taking on the shame of being pregnant out of wedlock. And then the other side of it is, is that she has to be thinking: Is Joseph still going to want to be married to me? Because this guy is going to know that I'm pregnant. Actually, he did want to leave her, and so. We're getting there. We're getting there. We're in the form chronological order. But think about it. Knowing, knowing all the things that can come of this situation, she still said, "Yes, may it be done." I still accept the call. Do you think she had a choice? I think she did. Yeah. I mean, thank the there. Lord. She just said no. It stopped right here. So, right. Not alive. Right. So that that's part of the story. Like God knew, and, and God God prepared her her whole life for this. Yeah. So you know, I mean, we don't know much about her before this point. We don't know about the things that happened in her life that prepared her to have this faith. Mm, true. But at some point, mm. she had. Sound teaching, biblical doctrine. Mm. I mean, she knew the Messiah was coming. So when the angel spoke to her, she did okay. She did okay. She now, she now, the soil. now mm-hmm. think about it. How many of us would be okay with an angel visiting us in the middle of the night? <laughs> even with even with us, you know, knowing that supernatural is real and those things happen, yeah, we would still be like. I'd probably wet the bed. Yeah, I would we'd still be like, but Mary, Mary did the right thing, and she said, "I am your servant." Mm, I'm closer to Elizabeth than Mary, and I'd be the one going the other. All right, verse thirty-nine and forty and forty-one. In those days, Mary arose and went with haste into the hill country to a town in Judah. And she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. And when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. 
Let's go. This is the first time that we know somebody was filled with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Ghost. And it was a female, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But it's probably also John the Baptist. <laughs> Just to be honest with you. So, but. Wait, no. It was Elizabeth. Elizabeth was the one filled with the Holy Spirit. Yep. With John the Baptist inside of yeah, so John Baptist was still in the womb, so yeah, yeah. by oh, proxy, <laughs> he was probably. You gotta love, you gotta you know love. how that works? He was, huh? he was you know how that works? <laughs> I mean, he was doing the church stomp in the womb. Yeah. He's doing the church stomp in the womb. That's what contractions are. Jericho March. He's Jericho March. He had to, he had to oh. grab the umbilical cord and hold on to it so it didn't wrap around his neck. <laughs> That's how he was born. <laughs> Jericho March in the womb. But Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Wait, were Mary and Elizabeth related? Yes, they yes. were cousins. So Jesus and who was John Jesus? The Baptist. They were cousins. They were cousins. Yes. Yes. But <laughs> I, I learned this just a minute ago. Jesus, Never mind. This, is not the same, this is not the same John that was the beloved of Christ. The one right. that okay. John. Yeah. The I only learned that like a few months back. <laughs> no, this is Preston Campbell Harry. So, so this John... So John the Baptist John and the guy that wrote the John the Baptist and the guy that wrote the book of John aren't the same person. Yes, it, it changed his world when you told him that. Yeah, when I found out that this John got beheaded, I was just like, <laughs> spoilers! Spoilers! That's crazy. I'm never watching a movie with you. Right. <laughs> it's terrible. It feels like I would learn a lot about the movie before it was over. <laughs> so, he hasn't been born it. yet, but we know he's getting his head cut off. Oh. Thank you, Thank Elijah. You. <laughs> all right, all right. In his defense, it's not like the book's been out for 2,000 years. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys. Yeah. Come on, guys. It's not like we shouldn't have we already learned. Read. <laughs> all right. Read. Read. So... Elizabeth, still experiencing the Holy Spirit under Old Testament conditions, received prophetic inspiration from the Holy Spirit in a manner similar to King Saul uh, for the different pre-Pentecost relationships of the Holy Spirit. There's a bunch of scriptures we can talk about, but she probably didn't speak in tongues. Probably wasn't the same infilling of the Holy Spirit that happened in the book of Acts. Uh, so, but read 42. Elizabeth gave a glad cry and exclaimed to Mary, God has blessed you above all women, and your child is blessed. Why am I so honored that the mother of my Lord should visit me? When I heard your greeting, the baby in my womb jumped for joy. You are blessed because you believed that the Lord would do what he said. So, this was basically enlightenment from the Holy Spirit because she knew based upon her experience what had happened to Mary mm. and that she was obedient. And then we go to Mary's song of praise. Wait, so, oh, so Mary wasn't even pregnant pregnant yet. This is a few days after well, I mean, the angel talked to her. She was, she was pregnant. She just I mean, was, yeah, no, she, I'm saying, but she wasn't like she, she wasn't, wasn't showing. Like, she yeah. wasn't like had a big belly. A showing, few days so. in, she was just. Like, right. It still takes the same belly. amount of time, like Tomorrow. nine months. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I didn't no, no, it's, Jesus. A, it's a valid. It's a valid <laughs> question. It's a valid question. question. Oh, Jesus Shout out. But, I think it's a valid question. And obviously, we know that the Lord can be But it also says that we experienced every part of being. All right, all right, all right, all right. Nine months in the world. Yeah, no. So Jesus, Jesus was a normal. Was ever, was one hundred percent man. Yeah, yeah. He had to learn to walk. He had to, he had to crawl. He had to learn to talk. He had to learn to talk. He had to. He had to. There was. Imagine. He didn't come Jesus. out just. Huh? Photograms. He probably went to school. He probably went to Phonetics? like. It said he had childhood friends, didn't he? Yeah, he had friends. He probably played marbles or whatever. Jesus played marbles? No, he played with the dreidel. Dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. That's what funny. do you think? <laughs> Whoa! What? <laughs> Jesus was 
Jewish! You Jews! I'm sure that's a dreidel sack then, bro. You think Jesus worked out, like, played... Why do you know the whole dreidel song? Bro, Loki, he probably was cold like soccer. He works with the dreidel. Crossing the dreidel. Crossing the dreidel. He's probably going to laugh. He's been blessed. He was a Jew? He was blessing them. Jesus was the god of basketball. We're recreating. Wow. 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 I need right, to know the Japanese and the German. <laughs> I need to know Jesus what had algebra. Whoa! Did algebra exist back then? Hey, so was algebra I was yeah, yeah, was but I need everyone's opinion. Ah, they were good. Your mom. <laughs> I was gonna say I was like algebra wasn't real yet. Focus. 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 Lucas Fox. Lock I need in. to know what Don't we think that. that Jesus' first words were. Lock in, Nate. Lock <laughs> in. Like Jesus' mama. first word. Honestly, I think it was probably mom. Mama. Blessed. Was it father? Gonna, gonna you don't think he popped out the one was like. <clears throat> no, it's that. Isaiah. That. <laughs> no, he, he had to go through everything that every Another other human went through. <laughs> so he bumped his head. He probably skinned his knee. He probably, you know, he was playing with the Lazarus and Lazarus. Probably beat him at some game. He like broke a bone. Lock in. Go. No, he, he actually didn't. That's, that's a prophecy. He never, he never broke a bone. Don't inhale. Line, right? Don't inhale. Whatever you do, don't inhale. Yeah. He never broke a bone because the Bible said he would not have a broken okay. bone when he died. Uh, so yeah. he never broke a bone as a kid. So that's that's for you. <laughs> Different Joshua. <laughs> Well, anyways, like <laughs> I, saying, anyways, I don't think that's that uncommon so, though. I've never broken. I'm bone. pretty sure that since he was 100% man, he, he, I mean, he would have to go through the same formation in the womb he, as everyone Jesus else. Jesus stubbed his toe too. I feel uh, like we've spent enough time on the nine right. months question. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking, Stop you know that. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Please ask. Everything no, was please everything was normal. There was nothing. He was as human as you can get. Yeah. Oh, also regular, regular guy. Regular guy. So now Praise we're going to move on to Mary's song. Yes. Yeah. So, I've never read this part, actually. So, yeah, I'm excited. Who's going to read it? Is someone going to read the whole thing? Who has not read? Read it. Which one? Which one? Read 46. is going to read. So we're going we're gonna to read 46 through 55, but not all at the same time. But I want, I want to kind of just touch base for a second. Mary's song of praise, often called... The Magnificent, uh -huh. after the first word of the song in the Vulgate version, is a humble response to God for his display of grace in her life. Mm -hmm. Twice the angel Gabriel addressed Mary as the recipient of God's grace. In verse 28, Mary is called favored one. Mm -hmm. uh, the word comes from charis, C-H-A-R-I-S, which means grace or undeserved favor. Then in verse 30, Gabriel comforts Mary by saying, You have found favor, Chorus, with God. For a complete exegesal analysis of the Magnificent, we could uh, see the editor's note. Nice. So, but uh, this, is, this is her response. So, Joseph, read, uh, read three verses. Starting at 46. 46, 47, 48. Mary responded, Oh, how my soul praises the Lord, how my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he took notice of his lowly servant girl, and from now on, all generations will call me blessed. So the word blessed here <clears throat> is the same word that Jesus used in the Beatitudes. Blessed. Dang. So, so, it's often misinterpreted. Better way to interpret it is to interpret it as Marikeros, which is used here. The translation says, All generations will count me as blessed, but the Greek says Marakuasai. Uh, and it means to be indwelt by God and therefore fully satisfied. Thanks. So. That's good. So, the ones that are 
So when we get to the Beatitudes, we're going to talk about that a little bit deeper, about what that word actually means, mm -hmm. so that we can, because blessed is kind of a really bad way to interpret it. So, right. Blessed is a simple way to say it. A simple way, yeah. It's crazy. So keep going, 49, 50, 51, who wants to read? No. Uh, I can. Oh, country. I can. I can. For he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is upon generation after generation, toward those who stand for those who stand in great awe of God and fear him. He has done mighty deeds with his powerful arm. He has scattered those who are who were proud in their thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones and exalted those who are humble. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty handed. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, just as he promised to our fathers, to Abraham and to his descendants forever. And Mary stayed with Elizabeth for about three months and then returned to her home. Okay. So we're going to break that down now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, but verse 21 through 56 is... Uh, there's a wonderful, there is a wonder surrounding Mary, the mother of Jesus, that transcends traditional religious thought. That she was a privileged vessel chosen to bear God's Son is wonder enough, for she is a participant in the miracle of the incarnation at a level that no other human being was was part of, and will ever be, or will ever be. Correct. Mm. Uh, I think that we. As non, as uh, as Christians, I think sometimes we, because the Catholic Church puts such an emphasis on Mary, mm. I think we flip the opposite direction and we don't give her enough honor. Mm. Right? Right. She should not be worshipped. That is, I want to make that clear. Mm. She should not be worshipped. But she needs to be honored, right? right? Does anybody understand the difference in worship and honoring? No. Kind of. Honor is kind yeah. of just like having reverence for... Holding in high regard, right? Mm. So when you think about Mary, you should hold her in high regard. She should be someone that you think, this is a woman that was highly favored in God. Mm. Should you pray to Mary? No. Absolutely no. not. No. Should you worship her? Absolutely not. Man is not to receive worship. Only God is to receive worship. So Jesus can receive worship because he is the Son of God and he and God are one, right? Mm -hmm. So, but, and even the Holy Spirit points back to Jesus, right? So, but as Christians, it is important for us to understand who Mary is. The honor that she was given by God, and we should also hold her in a in a position of high regard, right? How many of us hold Peter, yeah, in a position of high regard? Peter, mm. we read his words, we study yeah. his word. He's the, <laughs> basically the founding father of the church. Yeah, right, right, right. right. Yet we give him. A place of honor and the fact that we read his words and we study his words. Mary took a position of not really talking much, not really saying many things. So this song that she has here is really some of her most powerful recorded words about her relationship with the Lord. So if we read this in the in the aspect in the view of how she views her relationship with God. This, it has a lot, has a whole different meaning to what you just read. Mm. So we're going to read through it a little bit, and then I'm going to hit a few key words on it. But uh, we're going to reread it in thinking this time. This is the mother of Jesus recounting what she heard. She's basically singing a song. She's basically saying this is, these are some of the few recorded words that she has about how she feels about the situation. Mm. So, let's read it again. We're going to start verse 46. And Mary said, My soul exalts the Lord, 
and my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior. So she is identifying God as her Savior here, mm. which is, I think, is, is a big point of... She is, she is basically saying, God is my Savior. So she is verbally saying that I believe in God, or He is my Savior. Uh, for He has regard for His humble state of His bond slave. So... Some of, the, some of the versions say servant. Some of them say bond slave or bond servant. What is the difference in a slave and a bond servant? So it's voluntary, no? A, a bond, bond servant, servant is, is kind of like indentured servitude, I thought. It's very like similar to indentured servitude. It's set up for a cer certain time period before you paid off whatever debt you owe. Or... Sort of. So... In the old te or in the Old Testament, slavery was not like we think of slavery in America, right? Slavery was I owe you a debt, I'm going to work it off. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like having a job, but a little more intense. I'm a slave to right? Second Street. <laughs> right. So once you pay off that debt, you're set free. Mm -hmm. However, in many cases, the master was so benevolent and so good and treated the slaves so well they stayed on voluntarily, voluntarily as servants That's and when that happened your debt was already paid you didn't have to stay like hey you're free to go and then they choose they say no you're such a good master i'm choosing to stay as your servant I'm choosing to serve you. At that point, they would put a ring in their ear, signifying that they were doing it by choice, that they were not indebted, indebted any longer. Mm. So uh, well, when Mary says, mm -hmm. I'm a bond servant, she's basically saying, my debt is already paid, but I'm choosing to serve. I'm choosing to, to be a servant. So I think the wording here is very important at how she views herself as a voluntary servant to the Lord. Mm. Someone whose debt was paid and she's still choosing to serve. So mm. I don't know if that means anything to y'all, but I think it's pretty cool. <laughs> it's also the argument he used when he wanted to get his ear pierced. You're born servant. <laughs> That's fair. We're bond servants. It's a compelling argument. I'm a slave. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have earrings. Where are we at? Where Nate's also at? a bond servant. No, he doesn't have a ring. He's got a diamond. Did you hear me say that's the argument he used when he wanted to get his ear pierced as a teenager? That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> For behold, from this time on, all generations will count me as blessed. Again, that's the same word as blessed are... The meek, blessed are. Uh, fully satisfied. Yeah. For the mighty one has done great things for me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is upon generation after generation towards those who fear him. Right? Mary's speaking some bars, <laughs> right? Yeah. She's, she's saying some, some stuff. You can't uh, He has done mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those <coughs> who were proud in the thoughts of their heart. He has brought down rulers from their thrones who has exalted those who were humble and has exalted those who were humble. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent away the rich empty-handed. He has given help to Israel, his servant, in remembrance of his mercy as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and his offspring forever. And Mary stayed with her about three months and then returned home. It sounds like a David psalm. It sounds like a David psalm, but this is Mary speaking truth yeah. and she is just worshiping God with Elizabeth. Mm. 
<clears throat> think about us and how we talk about God. We don't like God is so good. We know him so much. No. She's like, <laughs> he has redeemed people. He has done this. He has. She's like. Spinning. She's that. She's spitting. We all wish that we had the kind of relationship that Mary. So this is a cool thought, right? Wasn't she? Oh, never mind. Wasn't Wait. she what? Well, it says the Holy Spirit came upon Mary, yeah. right? Did it say that it came upon her yet, or it just said it will when she gets pregnant? It says when she that will come upon her and she will become pregnant. So it's kind of cool because obviously Mary probably has not necessarily seen all this stuff firsthand, but she has the Holy Spirit, so it's almost like she's witnessing well, basically and so but think about it though she so in the jewish culture a lot of them were taught by going to the synagogue mm -hmm. and hearing the words and repeating it and memorizing it and knowing the word of god <clears throat> not because they had it in their hands but because they went to synagogue they had to recite it they had to and so women especially weren't even allowed to read so everything they knew about god was by going to synagogue and hearing the word of God spoken and remembering and memorizing and knowing the stories about God. So this is all coming from what she knows of God. Not scripture she's read, not something, but what she knows of God, what she knows of their history. Like Half the people in the United States can't tell you about what happened 20 years ago in the United States. Mm -hmm. But they... The Jewish people can tell you generation after generation after generation about David, about Noah, about Moses. So this whole Old Testament was all verbal. All verbal. I mean, they had the written word, but it was in the church. It was in the synagogue. They didn't have it in their homes like we do. Mm -hmm. We have the Bible on our Phone. phones. Laptop. We have. Oh. I got two Bibles in front of me. We got Bibles. We got Bibles so everywhere. Many Bibles right here at the same. And table. none of us know any of it. <laughs> that's kind of wicked. They, that's a, it's you know, convenient, right? <laughs> yes, they've made it so convenient that we literally have lost him. Well, we don't we don't memorize it because we have it on our phones. We don't need to. I don't need to memorize it. It's convenient to pull it up. Somebody on goes, phone. "What does the Bible say about this?" I don't know. Let me look it up Maybe real quick. Yeah. <laughs> this is what the Bible says. I don't even know it because I have a phone that tells me. So you said front to front, 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 huh? So you're not going to even open the book. I'm going to memorize it. What Corey saying is, everybody, get rid of your phone, buy a Bible, read the entire book, and four the word times, in your heart. memorize it by heart. Examine two weeks. No. <laughs> not what I'm saying. Exam Thousand two question weeks. exam. I'm, two I'm weeks. saying that. Write it by books. memory. I'm saying that. <laughs> like the book of Eli? We should. So we need to take a second and realize the faith of Mary and use it as an example for us and how our faith should be. Like we need to know God the way that she knew God. We need to know God the way that the people of the Old Testament knew God. And so that's why we do these Bible studies, guys. That's why we come together and we study the Word. It isn't because I love you guys. But I mean, I do. <laughs> I do. This is my favorite time of the week. But it's it's because we're doing something mm. that has value. Mm. This is feeding into your spirits. It's mm. teaching you about the word of God. It's it's taking something that we have made super convenient and almost just something that we just reference when we need it. Mm. And we're taking time to say, mm. hey, let's let's look deeper. At what the word says. Let's look deeper at the word meanings. Let's look deeper at what really happened and how it affects us today and how it's going to continue to affect us as we move forward. Like this is why we do this is because the Bible is not just an instruction book. It's not just an instruction manual. It just doesn't tell us how to live our faith, but it, it creates something inside of you. It births inside each of us something that will grow into how we understand who God is. That's why it's the living word of God. Mm -hmm. That's why we feed on it, right? It's not just about, oh, yeah, this is kind of cool. We drink a whole case of Dr. Pepper. <laughs> That's why they come. 
eating the word of God, putting it in your minds and putting it in your hearts and planting it there. This is about really understanding our faith and how the word of God affects us at a molecular and at a spiritual level. That's good. We Mars. ate two meals tonight, Chick-fil-A so. and the Word. word. God. I, do, I will add, if you only eat once a week, you'll starve. Yeah, that's why you have to, I mean, that's why we have to take time to really do these things. And like, you know, guys, I, I encourage you, if you don't come on Thursday nights to, to prayer, come. You want to you talk about something that, that really, really affects who you are as a person, mm-hmm. pray with your brothers and sisters in Christ. Mm-hmm. I pray with you. Come and sit down at the feet of Jesus and, and let other people's faith, just like right. just like in just like in uh, in the Old Testament where you would go hear people speak the word of God, hear people's faith, and it would build your faith. Mm. We come together on Sundays. We have another opportunity to come together Saturday. on Thursdays. On Saturdays, we have another get together on Thursdays but anytime (laughs) you get the opportunity to to chew on the word of God or to spend time in his presence do it it's just going to build up your spirit and make it to where you also have a faith that's hopefully like Mary's I was thinking about when you talked about how they chose the original books for the Bible I saw you about that uh, how they had to choose, basically. <laughs> <laughs> how they had to choose. No hesitation. Basically, which books were worth dying for whenever they would. Mm. Whenever they would save mm. those letters and save the stories. Yeah, that's crazy. And you know, gosh, and we got the the <laughs> translations like the the zealots, mm. or wasn't the zealots. Mm. Who was it? One of the one of the groups that that translated scripture, they would literally as they would write, when they would come to the word Yahweh, stop. They would stop and wash their hands mm-hmm. and go back and wa- and write it again. And then when they got to the word Yahweh again, they would stop and they would wash their hands and they'd come back. Why? Because they were unclean. So they had to wash their hands to be clean to write his name. And so they took such care in translating scripture and rescribing scripture handwritten from handwritten. They took such care. That's how we have, that's why we have so many versions of the Bible that all, all these manuscripts that are hundreds of years old that are just like, yeah, that tracks that's what it says. The, the Dead Sea Scrolls that they, they prove that many of the, the Old Testament documents that we have are, are very the, the exact same word time they wrote. I know their names were chapped in Psalms. They were like, No way. <laughs> well, after a while, after a while, they, they stopped putting the vowels in his name. Vowels. Vowels. You want to say uh, And so, like, that allowed them to, to scribe a little, a little quicker. Bit, yeah. <laughs> like, but they still took great lengths to make sure that it was accurate, mm. 100% translated. So, really that's cool. a whole different topic so anyways let's close out in prayer and uh let's get gone. luna home before she falls asleep she's gonna pass out one time Yes, sir. I don't know how to unlock it. A... Been alive my entire life. Oh Lord. Oh gosh. I touched the mic like two times. The recording is gonna He's gonna go off. This is a message from my dad. I love you. Who's, who's closing us out in prayer? Tina is going to close us out in prayer. Yes. Yes, she will. <laughs> I left you a secret yeah, message. Yeah, she did. I left you a Listen secret message. Listen to it before you cut it off. All right, everyone, bow your heads, open your heart, and close your mouth. Whoa.